one, two. In the place to be, you know the vibes. It is Friday, so that means it is True School, the podcast, radio show, whatever you want to call it. Every Friday, 12-1, respectively. Shout out to Youth Radio. Make sure you tap in with us, trueschool.com, for all your Bay Area events, whether it's R&B, funk, soul, live concerts, hip-hop, all the vibes is there. TrueSchoolTV.com for all of your brand new hip-hop web content, whether it's a podcast, interview, music video, or our lovely faces on our live stream. You can check it out, TrueSchoolTV.com. With me is Ren the Vinyl Archaeologist. I am Unlearn the World. Ren, how you feeling, sir? Chillin', chillin'. Hold on. Do we got your mic on? Do we need do we need the DJ mic on? No, actually it should be working. Yeah. Hold on. One more one second. Yeah, well, we can hear him in the distance. He's there in spirit in theory. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's been a minute, as it always is, because you know, it's been a busy year. 2020 is probably like the busiest year of my life. Um, so Trying to get things done, trying to get things popping, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of things going on in the Bay Area, a lot of things going on in the world. This last week was a little bit crazy. Of course, we have to acknowledge the passing of NBA legend Kobe Bryant, dead at 41 years old, to an unfortunate helicopter crash along with him and his daughter Gianna, along with others. Uh, prayers and condolences to the family there in that case and all the people affected by that tragedy. Um, you know, it was a sad realization, man. Just love the people that you love. Make sure that they know. Make sure that they're appreciated. And um, try to send them off into the light. Give them their flowers while they're still here. It's one of those moments where you have to reflect on that. Uh, besides that, you have the impeachment trial going on. It's a lot of crazy stuff out there in the world. And uh, I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about this impeachment. I've been hearing it. I've been trying to stay informed. Stay in the know. And it's been a lot of things trying to figure it all out amongst everybody else. You know, but we're here. TrueSchool.com, TrueSchoolTV.com. We got Ren the Vinyl Archaeologist over here trying to figure out his microphone situation. You know what I mean? Once he gets that ah. settled and out the way, we'll be able yes. to get back into it. Yeah. You know? One, two, switch two. mics. There we go. Switching the mic. Can you hear me? I can hear you, kind of, sort of. Maybe I need to bring your volumes up. Talking to the mic? One, two. Huh. Oh, wait. Okay. Uh. That would do it. <laughs> there you go. How you doing, sir? Chilling, chilling. It's been a minute. What you been or, up to? You been good? Yeah, been good. You family know. all right? Yeah, family's good. Excellent. Just, uh, you know, trying to get the launch ready for True School TV. There we go, yeah. Uh, today we have a special guest. Yes. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Why does this keep falling? I don't know. Shout out to everybody following me on Facebook or Instagram or whatever the case is. But also make sure you check out True School TV on Facebook and check the multiple camera angles and all the live shit that we got going on. We go through extensive links to bring you content. And it's appropriate that you guys appreciate it. You know what I mean? Word up. So, um, yeah, first and foremost, we want to welcome the founder of Motown on Mondays. Yes. Gordo Cabeza. Hey, what's happening? In the building. How you feeling, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Good. Good. Yeah, we're going to get into you. You, for those who don't know, Motown on Mondays is one of the dopest Bay Area parties and actually nationwide parties at this point. 
Worldwide. You know what I'm saying? Worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Oh, there you go. That's a humble flex. <laughs> um, worldwide parties. You know what I'm saying? Every Monday. So you can check them out at Legionnaire. Y'all still doing it at Legionnaire? No, we oh, moved over to uh, Hello Stranger. Oh, Hello Stranger. So ago. you're doing it at Hello Stranger now? Yeah. Been doing it at Madrone in the San, in San Francisco. Yes. That one always cracks yes. off. Yeah, it's the, had the a original lot of, of the home. Had a lot of fun nights there, sir. I must nice. say. Appreciate you Thanks for that. coming to <laughs> Um, yeah, so we're gonna get into like the origin story of your superhero, you know, <laughs> legacy. You know what I mean? Let's, Let's just get right into it. Like, all right, so I'm a New York boy, so I, I, I'm been, I've just over the last maybe four years have become familiar with Motown on Monday as a party. I know a lot of the DJs who have done Motown on Monday here and there, whether it's my homeboy Maitre D, Kevy Kev, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, I think Z Trip, but the first time I went Z Trip was. Uh, rocking, it was it was dope. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into you as 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 a as a DJ yourself. From what I understand, yes sir. Right? Yeah, you just celebrated ten year anniversary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how'd you get it started? The party or DJing? Just, DJing. Oh. Let's oh, get into the DJing way, first. Way back. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I just always always had a love for music. Um, you know, I did it in the cassette tape days. You know. Oh. Um, Growing up with dual cassette tapes and making mixes, you know, cutting in, you know, positive verses. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was always into it. Uh, I didn't really grow up around other DJs, so. Where did was, you grow up, first and foremost? As a young kid to like fifth grade in Oakland. Okay. Yeah. Native. All right. And then right uh, moved to uh, Santa Cruz. My mom remarried and I moved mm-hmm. to Santa Cruz and went through high school and whatnot there. Nice. So there wasn't a lot of DJ culture in Santa Cruz. There's some, there some, and I knew a couple, but it wasn't like we'd hang out and you know no, it's throw down. Weed and hacky sack. They, they were doing it. <laughs> you find out later, you know. But uh, who were the Santa Cruz DJs that like were actually doing? It? Man, I, I Zeph? Was, Zeph, Zeph was down there. Yeah, I didn't really know about him at the time, but I, I knew like uh, Andy Caldwell and Maylon. Mm-hmm. Oh, that okay. crew. Okay. Because um, I went to I went to school with Andy, so okay. That was kind of like the rave days, you know. So I was like, he's kind of put me on to like. On the rave, you know, thing we tra- travel up to SF and. Uh huh. What year yeah. is that? Man, like ninety-two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ninety-nine Yeah, ninety-two. Cause I went away from ninety-one to San Diego. Um, yeah, that's when I was going to raves. Yeah. Yeah. It was Only <laughs> I was in New York. Oh, all right. So is this late nineties we were talking about? Early nineties. Yeah. Early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the nineties uh, is nineties is underappreciated. I feel like. And I miss so them. much stuff came out of the 90s that we took for granted then, but like now you're like, they don't make it like that. It doesn't feel like that anymore now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of yeah. different things, like whether it was music or the drugs, one of the two. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. Um, so you were you started a DJ early 90s, Santa Cruz. Yes. What were you spinning? Were you like a hip-hop head? Were you into like funk and soul? Or like what was, what was the thing that was like getting the party started for you? Yeah, so um, I really got into the digging because of like just going into record stores and um, finding stuff that I had no idea that no one had ever told me about or heard of, you know. And it ended up being a lot of like the uh, instrumental kind of downtown, like Crush and Vadim, you know, what they were doing back then. Uh-huh. Um, kind of like trip hop. Yeah, they were calling it that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, just anything I could find, really, that nobody was listening to. Hip-hop, too, and house, and whatever, you know? Right. It was just like, as long as I didn't know about it and someone hadn't told me about it, I was excited, you know? Nice. To check it out. And then I kind of developed my skills of, like, 
learning how to find better music for myself. The rare grooves. You know, you know, it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I moved to uh, San Francisco to finish up school in 97. And, it, and actually, the whole time I was kind of collecting and whatnot, I, I had sworn to myself I, I wasn't going to be a DJ. Like, I was just <laughs> loving it, you know? Yeah. I was loving finding the music and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I'm never going to be a DJ. I'm not going to get a DJ name. You know, I'm not going to play out. Like, right, right, right. It's not my thing. Um, Did you collect vinyl? Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's all. I You've mean. always just collected, but you didn't have a, a turntable? No, or? I had turntables. Now I got hand-me-downs, and then I got, like, one 1200 at one point, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I got my, you know, I didn't, again, again, I didn't have DJs, like, around me, so, you know, I went to Radio Shack and got, you know, the realistic, you know, mixer, and then mm-hmm. upgraded to the, scratch, you know, Gemini Scratchmaster, and went the whole route, you know, and then in San Francisco, you know, when I got there, you know, I was going out, obviously, checking out DJs and whatnot, and... You know, saw the Vestec So Five and was like, oh, <laughs> if I gotta rob a bank, I'm getting this mixer. You know, <laughs> that's how got, most DJs are, from what I understand. Yeah. Like, it's, it's all about that mixer. Yeah, so I got, I actually got a chance to play because I'd been doing it for a while, and I ran into Andy Caldwell and, and the crew. And, and Andy had, like, Caldwell is Andy Caldwell, my, <laughs> model, DJ, my model Ohm producer, Records, yeah, right? Ohm Records. Uh, they, had, they had a band called Solstice mm-hmm. uh, with Gina Renee, and um, they were doing some cool stuff, but. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah. They, had, they had they had a third turntable set up, and they're like, "Oh, you want to come, you know, cut it up?" And I was like, uh, "You know, I had, had a few drinks with me, went up there and just had a blast on the ah, on that vest." So you're like the reluctant hero. Ah, uh, you know, it's like, that, like that. all right, fine, I'll rock the party, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, I think that's what how like Breadman got on, you know, right? As an MC, you know, someone just said, "Yo, do it, rap." Know, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, going from that Gemini Scratchmaster to that Butter Fader on the 05, I was like, "Oh, this is a lot of fun." And and then people were like literally coming up from the back and like to want to see what you know I was doing, and um, and I wasn't great by any means, but it was you know it was a small spot and they were just interested, right. so. Um, yeah, it just got me excited, and then I um, got a chance to play at a spot, and reluctantly again, you know, got the offer, and I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that, and then a few weeks went by, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I might as well, you know, let people hear what I've been into, you know, totally, mm-hmm. so that kind of started that path, and it was still, for like 12 years, was basically on the whole, like, I don't want to make money, this isn't, you know, I'm not trying right, to right. blow up. And what anything. were you doing to make money in the interim? Uh, I was still going to school, and I was... Um, Waiting tables. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And working a bunch. I mean, I was, I was a mover. Right yeah, there. it's hustles. Yeah, 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 you know, multiple yeah, hustles. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's always that, important. Yeah. Like, I always try to, especially when it comes to artists, like, it's like, you got to tell these younger artists, you can't fly into flying, so everybody thinks like, oh, you could be a DJ off the rip, and it's going to be golden, or you could be a rapper or a singer off the rip, and you got to recognize, like, no, still doing it, but, like, working the day job, and, oh, like, yeah. doing all the stuff, and trying to be responsible, and pay my rent, and Absolutely, all yeah. of those things. So, yeah, okay, cool. So, so fast forward, you're, you're, you're in the Bay Area, you're trying to, you're getting booked, I'm imagining, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. What, where, where comes the idea to do a monthly party? Was that something that you had already been doing in like different incarnations or like what's... A Monday party? Yeah, yeah. So towards the end of the 12 years, I realized that I had friends that were, you know, about the same skill and, you know, I was, you know, around a crew and had people, you know, and they were traveling and making money and, you know, paying the bills. Yeah. Like playing a lot of the weekend club top 40 stuff or corporate gigs. <laughs> so I got into that and it was going really well. And I was playing, you know, five, six nights a week, you know, early five, six gigs a week. Okay. Um, but then it kind of sucked like the energy out of like what I was got into it for. Yeah. So when the opportunity came up uh, that there was this Monday opening, you know, my friend had taken over, 
you know, bought this bar and he was looking to switch up the music format. And it was. A and mo- what bar was this? This is Madrone Art Bar. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it, was, it started was, in Madrone. Yeah. There was oh, no, dope. Yeah, there was nothing going on. They had a game game night or something like that, you know. And it was right. like, say, like, I want to do something, you know. And I, and I, I wanted to get away from the weekend club stuff. And it, I'd gotten older by this point, and I also was had had this itch to reconnect with music. Yeah. That I grew up on, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like an area that I'd never explored my whole time DJing because I was always looking for the new stuff, you know. Yeah. So it was like. Yeah, I, I, had, I was nostalgic for the music, and then uh, I'm like, no one's gonna mess with me on a Monday. And that was the whole goal was just like, I'm gonna get to play this music. No one's gonna mess with me. <laughs> no requests. <laughs> no requests. And you know, maybe somebody will like it. You know. Um, yeah. And it, it, it was a slow build, and it was great. You know, like the first night was uh, nine people. You know, there you including go. me and the bartender. So it was seven <laughs> seven people came in, but like four of them danced for hours and had a blast, and I was blown away. I, I was like. This is amazing. I can't. Right. That, that was so fun to make people dance on a Monday to this music, and I just kept doing it, and people started coming more and more. You know, and in the year, you know, about a year in or eight months in, it was like, wow, this is really something. Like people are really feeling this, and I just wanted to make it Mondays as special as possible, and also like, you know, because it was a Motown-inspired night, to like treat it with like, you know, as much respect and like care. That, you know the Motown like label would for sure. It's, yeah. it's very classy, very you know well run. And why Motown exactly? Like what was like, what gave you the idea to make that the theme, in the midst of like everything else? It could have been like funk Fridays or like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. It could have been like true. mellow Mondays, and you could have been like playing like jazz records, like Miles Mond. Like it could. Mm-hmm. What yeah? What specifically spoke to you about Motown? I think Motown. To me, was just what stood out in my mind uh-huh. when I when I thought back about the music I listened to. So you know, Smokey and, and you know Jackson Five and whatnot, like that. Those were the kind of the key artists and, and the music that mm-hmm. really was that sweet, you know, '60s sound that I was originally wanting to reconnect with. And then as the party developed and it was a weekly for you know years on years on years, it led me. You know, it was a learning process of learning. Oh well, this wasn't actually on Motown, or this was on another label that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, I really love this music too, and this. But this is why I was connected to it, you know. Right. And I also had like a, a Motown hand-me-down, you know, anniversary album from my, you know, from my parents, like um, that I listened to, you know, a ton. So it was just kind of the the what stood out to me, I guess, you know. Right. But it's not really restricted to Motown these days. I mean, no, there's... it's always been. I mean, it's the, the idea has always been so Motown on Mondays. Always, and part of it is again getting older. And as I got older, I got close to my mother, who I wasn't close to as a kid, because um, you know for whatever reasons. But uh, so it was a tribute to her too. So I always knew the you know, the acronym was Mom, and the idea was nice. was you know family. So the idea is that. Mom is the head of the family, in my opinion, you know? Yeah. And everything comes from that. So Motown, to me, I just put it in the place of, of mom, and then whatever grew from that, you know, whether it's actual, you know, related labels that actually grew from it, or just my connections, or now it's more the, you know... Right, so it's more like a theme that threads through the night, so like people can have their own interpretations of what yeah, that means, but so the just guests like come in and bring their own... Subtext, right. And that's rooted in the Motown sound, you know. The yeah, I always tell them, you know, bring it back, you know, and connect mm-hmm. it, and you know, you know, our people want to, you know, hear. Yeah. 
And that's the, that's the really cool thing about like weeklies or monthlies is that you're building community. Like you become the conduit for which community is being built because people are coming, they're spreading the word. Word the of mouth. People who come out on the weekdays are the hard, hardcore. They just they the need they need are, something they need a rage one way or another. You know what I'm saying? But like there's a mix. I mean, there's, they, there's people that like have to go to work on Tuesdays and uh -huh. people that don't. You know, I mean, when I used work. to go out, the, the best parties would be during the week. Yeah. You know, because the best crowds. The, yeah, exactly. Opinion. Yeah, exactly. Because the weekend people are weekend warriors. They're not really, you know, into the music as much. It's not enough to get them out <laughs> during yeah, on, on a Monday. Yeah. 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 It's like, it, you know, because it's like you see people who have similar interests or like at least they, 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 they are responding to the moments. Yeah. They're responding to the vibe. The, you know what I'm saying? The, so like you get the recurring... Yeah people so you start seeing like the same people every day every monday you know and then it's like all right well i know them they know me it becomes this community thing where it's like now we like have this small little like cult following or whatever yeah. i mean yeah there's families built out of it you know there's people that and it's like such a hodgepodge of the, the families are so the age range and you know like right. the everything is just so amazing to see it come together but uh yeah people really come to to dance and to, and to listen to the music, which is, I mean, every, you know, for me, it's a therapy every Monday. And I know for a lot of people that come through, you know, they don't even drink or, you know, they, as soon as they walk in the door, they're dancing, you know? Um, and I know for like, <clears throat> I've been told from, you know, like tons of the guest DJs is like, this is such a, you know, relief or, you know, breath of fresh air to mm -hmm. come in and just have a crowd that is, is receptive, receptive and just there because of why we're there too, you know, mm -hmm. not, just for the scene because it's cool or, mm -hmm. right you know. so you saw it organically grow it was just kind of growing by word of mouth what made you start realizing like yo this is really like becoming kind of like a phenomenon like we need to like start moving in a direction of building it and expanding it like on our own mm -hmm. merit like what made what was like that moment for you or did that watching it or grow? did it happen by accident did somebody say hey i want to do a motown on mondays in my city exactly oh. i mean well actually yeah it was it wasn't intentional. We've actually never intentionally gone anywhere. We've never tried to be like, oh, let's go to this city and do something, or let's go here and do something. The first one was because of, uh, you know, her charity, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Hawaii. They, Hawaii, yeah. She was going back. She'd been coming to our Mondays in San Francisco religiously, you know, every Monday and was like almost in tears one night because she's like, I got to go back to Hawaii. I got to help my brother with his venue. Like, what am I going to do? I want to miss this so much. Like, this is how I get by right now is like coming here and dancing mm -hmm. you know and letting it out and charity uh, is, is is the brother of uh chris kahunahana sister. or sister i mean sorry <laughs> as, it, her brother is yes. chris kahunahana and legendary uh, he, promoters he, yeah, yeah legendary yeah. promoter mr brown yeah yeah so um i was like well yeah i know you're going back to help run a venue like why don't you just start your own out there so at least you got a little piece of it and you, you know yeah, you're yeah, feeling yeah. it and that was i mean I, the whole intention was just like I mean, go do Motown on Mondays out there and, you know, play it. It wasn't about, but it wasn't about expanding at that point. And then um, we actually got, and then the next city was L.A. And I think that's when it started to click. But, like, it was, like, Jedi, um, who was, like, a tour DJ for Diggle Planets, you know. Uh -huh. I had come and you know, played and went back to L.A. I was like, we got to get this here, you know. And once we had L.A., SF, Honolulu, I was, you know, I was just blowing away. Yeah, I, was yeah, like, those are, I mean, those are big cities. Those are good cities to start it with. It was cool to me. I, I don't what know. Ven but, what venue but, in L.A. did you... Did shortstop. Okay. It's been going on there for... We just celebrated the eight-year anniversary. Oh, wow. Um, that's, yeah, like, you know, tons of people. 
tons of you know artists and yeah, LA is just a hub of just yeah, incredible artists. Yeah. So, so they you come can, through, yeah. So who who have been the been through the, through the LA? Oh, I'm not going to do it service by trying to <laughs> rack my memory, but I mean, you know, obviously like Z Trip, Large Pro, um, Lord Finesse, uh, Questlove, um, Skills, man, Rectangle, you know, mm-hmm. Revolution. Oh wow, like, dope. Um, I mean, just say a name. They probably played there. <laughs> they, they, uh, they're little, make me a little jealous of how many, how many amazing guests they get. But we, you know, we get them too. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they've uh, they've done well, and it's a it's a great community. And they and they run theirs a little differently, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so they stick a little more straight to the Motown format and real closely related, you know. Right. Like I don't try to micromanage. And again, it was never my intention to go anywhere. You know. Now, you know. Now home, people are coming to you. And asking to start this, they, I mean like, that's how it's always been. Though. I've never, right, but like, but, but so I guess when when did it start like but, happening? Where like, all right, you have it in San Francisco, uh-huh. you have it in Hawaii, you have it in L.A. People are hearing about it. It's it's spreading. When does that? Mo- what is there a particular moment where like you're just starting to like check your email? And you're starting to get requests to have it start in other cities. Was there like a moment like that, or it was just kind of just like? I think yeah. I think again, it was after for me at least. You know, after, yeah, I happened to L.A., and then at some point putting together a little flyer that was like SF Honolulu, L.A., I was like, oh, wow. Um, but, I, you know, I was always about taking care of the party, and, yeah, the request just started to come in more and more. I was like, you know, not trying to... Anyone can play Motown on Mondays anywhere, you know? So mm-hmm. if, right. if they want to be a part of it and, like, be connected, that's great. And if they have, you know, obviously some, like, vetting process, you know, if we want to, like, associate, you know... With of course. Certain venues or folks or whatnot, but... Uh, Quality control for the brand, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't like think about it that way, but yes, yeah. I mean, it's a fa- it's a bit of a family, you know. It's a bit of you know. So I want to make sure like the DJs have some skills and the venues gonna respect you know mm-hmm. right. the DJs and the music and the people and the, you know it's it's a, and it's also a place for the for the people that come. It's their party too, so it's like, are you gonna let everybody in? Are you gonna you know be respectful? But all you know all the folks that want to come through, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, are you gonna have like in what sense? Yeah. I mean, like people being like have a dress code. <laughs> I mean, so a lot of these people reach out to me. I, I don't know. I don't know them from anything, you know. So uh, I don't know. So I don't uh, know. You know, I've been had been reached out, from, you know, from Kansas City or you know Missoula or you know. So you got ask some, some people who so, you know. Just be, just be like make sure. I mean, I've got you know I've got a couple you know uh, documents that say like you know this is party you know welcomes everybody and this is you know. We're respectful to everybody, the women, and like mm. this party is like a, you know a tribute to my mother. So like, don't use the name. Like it's not. I, I get you can make a lot of funny jokes about your mom or my mom, you know. But right, like, right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. The party. So this is how, you know. So there's like an ideological framework yeah. that you have to like kind of not necessarily adhere to, but just it's respect, be understanding of like, exactly. Like, yeah, like you know, like if you're gonna I'm be part of this that, community, yeah. come in with this community agreement and yeah. like just enjoy it. Right. Dope. Because there's probably people out there, you know, and, and there's had been a couple times where I've you know had to say no, you know, and I'm just like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna get it, and I don't mm-hmm. think I don't like the way they're running their other shows, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so. so what cities? What other cities are, are you in? Well, um, I think the, the better question might be how many cities do you know of that have a Motown Mall on Monday right now? Currently? Yeah. 
think we're, that's even a tough question. 12, 12 to fifteen, it's always in flux. Okay. But, but like, it's international now, so it's not only in the United States. It's yeah. It's what other what are the cities outside of the United States? Yeah, so what countries? Like, I mean, we've been to like uh, Stockholm and Sao Paulo nice. and Manila. Ooh, okay. Uh, Dope. Toronto. That's a great excuse to go to Brazil. Man, I tried to go. I couldn't get my visa in time, but. <sighs> man. <laughs> um, uh, we're looking at Berlin. There's somebody out in Berlin right now that wants to oh, set it dope. up. Dope. Yeah, we've done events like in Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Winnipeg. It's 40 plus C. I think I people mean. probably, you know, at, my, at the peak of true school, people were hollering me in, in a similar fashion, but I just did, couldn't figure out how to manage something mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's just such a, It's almost like a franchise. Yeah. You know, you just have to like, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a business model in and of itself, yeah. you know? Um, again, it's like since I don't try to set it up, there's not a lot of, and again, and also that, again, anybody can play Motown on Monday, so, right. It's more about, yeah, if they reach out and it works out, that's great. And if it doesn't work out, like they try it out and it doesn't work out, it's really no sweat. Like they're gonna do it anyway. Mm-hmm. They should do it anyway, you know. Like, right. but yeah, if you want to, you know, be connected to our Seattle chapter and our LA chapter and have these, you know be able to come through and play these events and, you know, kind of use what we've already built, you know, as far as a fan base. Almost like for the the DJ or for the artist, but more for the DJ. Uh, It's like almost a tour route, kind of. Yeah, I I highly encourage, like, (laughs) to go. That's really dope. (laughs) Like, Shortcut's played, I don't know, probably 12 cities of ours, you know, and Z-Trip's played, you know, eight or nine. Um, It's really cool to see that, you know, and, like, and then on any given Monday, it'll be like, you know, the Miami DJs in, you know, Seattle and the Seattle DJs in L.A. And, you know, yeah, someone really else cool. is in Denver. And, like, on this one night, our family's all, you know, yeah. mixed up and meeting. And That yeah. would be dope to do, like, a whole, like, live stream from all cities at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it. <laughs> so you guys just celebrated your 11th year? Or you just celebrated your tenure in your 11th? Ten, ten year, and we're about to, yeah, we're a few months away from the 11 year already because we pushed it back to make sure we it was right. yeah did it right <laughs> totally totally what's so what do you see as the future of like Motown money for you personally like what do you where do you see this going for you that's going to give you a fresh like or maintain your enthusiasm about what you're doing and, and seeing it grow seeing it expand from what it came from to what it is now I mean, I get my, I, I really do get my like, recharge on, on just being there on Mondays at the home base. Um, you know, I'll have, I'll have guests come through and they'll want to like extend their sets, you know, to two hours or whatnot. I'm like, eh. like <laughs> I want to get back on. I want to play. This is not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Word, word. But, but, uh, but uh, I mean, it's just been, a, it's, it's felt like a, it's not that I've ever done a startup, but just hearing the stories of startups, it feels like I've been on a startup for almost 11 years like I'm always just trying to make it better you know so there's a lot of opportunities and um, you know ways to make it better right now for sure like what's dope is that you have a whole bunch of uh, DJs who like you know bring their own uh, creativity into it by by, you know the whole uh, remix thing you have going on on SoundCloud can you talk about that yeah we've done remix albums we're, we've got eight or nine right now. 
uh, depending how you count it. But uh, um, we're going to get back into doing, putting those together and putting them out. Had to take a little break. Mm-hmm. Um, had a partner, business partner at one time, and that went south. And uh, so, yeah, get back on that. But yeah, we got uh, DJ, DJ submitting from all around the world. And, you know, it's been remixes of all types of Motown stuff, all types of funk. funk. And soul. Yeah. yeah, funk and soul. Yeah, that's yeah, and people it's pretty dope series. Well, yeah. so check it out on uh, on SoundCloud yeah. under Mom DJs okay. backslash Mom M O M DJs. Nice, nice. Let's get into some music real Word. quick. How about Take you? How about you break. get on? Oh man, right here. Let's yeah. do it on the tables. You're gonna do a little <laughs> set. Ooh, let's do it. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, TrueSchool.com. If you're just tuning in, TrueSchoolTV.com for all of your. Hip-hop, music, video, podcast, interviews. If you want to get your fix, you can find that on TrueSchoolTV.com. Unlearn the World, Ren the Vinyl Archaeologist. You can follow us on Instagram, TrueSchool. That's school with a K. TrueSchool. And if you want to get plugged into all your Bay Area events, TrueSchool.com. Again, school with a K. You know, whether it's uh, Motown on Mondays, whether it's ROTC, which we'll talk about in a bit, and, you know, whatever the case is, whatever the vibes are. We got the one and only Goro Cabeza, founder of Motown on Mondays, about to give us a little quick set, show him how he gets down with the get down. Let's you see what we're working with. Where is it? We're on the top of the bag. Are we live right now? We are live. We are live. There you go. I heard that. I can't find it. Here, should I hear anything out the speakers or not? Yeah, yeah, no, I hear, I hear you. I heard that scratch. Can I hear me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay.
I want to thank Gordon for coming through. Appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. No, great. Anytime, anytime. I'm trying to make this happen. Yeah, for sure. You know, nice little mix. Nice little mix. Ren, what's going on this weekend? This weekend? Uh, I'm spinning at Southside. Ooh. Southside Spirit House is where I'm going to be at. There you go. Um, tomorrow night. Um, and you're going to be a, a, your, your Sunday thing. Sunday, ROTC, Return of the Cypher, every Sunday, the only live weekly hip-hop in San Francisco. Ask a friend to tell a friend. We have our monthly MVP contest. Winner will be receiving not only a featured set during our Sunday show, but, but... Also, a radio interview on KPOO. We will play your music and ask you about your origin story and all of that. So make sure you tap in, tune in, Hip Hop ROTC every Sunday night at the Boom Boom Room. You know, you're very welcome. Um, Anything you're promoting? I'm at Harlot today, local edition tomorrow. Catch DJ Lazy Boy at the end up real late tonight if you're looking for that out. Yeah, if you don't know, uh, Gordo is also um, Gordo is also uh, the managing uh, DJ Lazy Boy who just won the uh, Red Bull yes, yes. Uh, championship. Yes, congrats to him. That's my bro. It's a good guy, man. It's a really fucking good guy. I'm really happy for everything that's going on with him. Um, yeah, and we're out of here on time. Yeah. So that the next person after us doesn't hate me and hate us. <laughs> we do this every Friday, y'all. Every Friday, trueschool.com for your Bay Area hip-hop events, funk, soul, whatever's in the mix. We got it for you. Trueschooltv.com for all your hip-hop video content, interviews, podcasts, music videos, and more. Follow us on Instagram, True School. Follow Unlearn the World or Renoir Salgado. <laughs> on Instagram. You know, on yeah. Instagram. You know the vibes. We out of here, man. Peace. Peace, peace, peace.